Hello and welcome to another episode of the Diet Obsessed Podcast. I am your host, Veronica Santorelli, and this is a podcast for those of us who are just obsessed with all things diet culture, and we're trying to find some balance in this world full of extremes. All right, let's get into the episode. So today I'm going to be doing a little review of my recent trip to San Diego, where I probably caught COVID and had zero balance. There was way too much drinking. Uh, so I'll get into that in a second. And and actually, I came back from San Diego wanting to do a topic because there was an experience that I had in San Diego that made me want to do a topic on how basically like how how a person's lack of fitness or how they're maybe if they haven't been, uh, you know, taking good care of nutrition or um, getting movement into their life and how that lack of, of, of fitness level can really affect just small everyday things that you want to do in life. And so I had a, a specific situation that happened in San Diego that just reminded me of this. And so I was planning on doing this topic anyway, but then I was listening to the Taylor Strecker show uh, and she actually brought up a couple things that really just came full circle and, and were just exactly about this topic. So I thought I would do a little review on a couple of her shows from this past week and then also talk about my San Diego trip because they really all do uh, align quite well. So uh, so anyway, so we went to San Diego and and look, I say this with a, a, a grain of salt because like I'm in a, I'm in a specific situation in my life right now. You know, there's been times in my life where I've been doing very financially well and there's times that I have not been. And this is one of those times where I'm in a, a pretty tough financial spot. So like I'm not, you know, planning all these trips that I normally would and, and paying for some of them like I would, you know, in, in other relationships. Like I've taken Chad, my boyfriend, uh, on trips when I've been doing financially well, and I plan to do that in the future um, when I'm back to where I normally am. But right now, I'm not able to take him on trips or or pay for a ton of things. So I I don't you know I'm I'm not like oh let's go to this bougie restaurant and let's have a coursed out meal with wine pairings. Like no, I'm not going to do that. You know I'm not going to express the bougie side of me that loves nice fine dining restaurant experiences. I'm kind of like along for the ride, and so. I'm not going to be like a bougie bitch. And so, you know, what Chad, like what him and his friends do, and Chad is very generous. And, you know, when we go places, he's typically not only paying for me, but a, a lot of times paying for the whole group. So, um, and so we usually end up at like sports bars or, you know, so when, for those of you that follow me on Instagram, a lot of my stories are like, you know, the onion rings I'm eating or the, you know, the, the, the fried chicken sandwich that I'm eating at a sports bar because that's where we tend to go because Chad and his friend Bob, who again, they have a company together where they do well. And so a lot of times they're taking out the whole group and paying for everybody. And so it's, it's very generous. So, but we're not going to like Mastro's. We're going to a sports bar, which I love. I, I do like that too. I just don't always just like that. And, and again, when I'm not paying, I'm not being a, a, a picky person, but um, but when there's just a lack of balance in my life, I, it does, I, it does affect me. So anyway, so 
Chad and I had just gotten this American Express Platinum card. And so we were excited to go and try out this like Centurion Lounge at um at the at the at the uh airport. And so and you know and, and Chad and I both are are drinkers. Like we like to drink our alcohol. Um he's recently been trying to start this Instagram page to become this like beer influencer. So a lot of his like talk right now is centered around beer and like, when's he going to get the beer and going to this brewery and going to this brewery and, and all of that. And again, I like to drink too, but it's like, sometimes it's just too much drinking. And so we go to the Centurion Lounge, which is like free alcohol, free food. And, and I already know, like, it's like 10 in the morning (laughs) and excuse me. And I've got to like pace myself because I hit, when I drink all day, I hit a wall and I just, I'm like, I got to get the hell out of here. So we get there and I just had a little bit of salmon in the morning just to coat. Cause I, again, I knew I was going to be drinking all day. So I coated my stomach with just like some salmon and pesto just so I had a healthy start to the morning. We get to the Centurion Lounge. And in that span of time, and we were there for maybe 40 minutes, I had two mimosas, but I did eat too. I had like some potatoes and some sausage and, you know, just some of the food that they had there. And, um, and Chad didn't really eat. He just, he had a couple bites of my sausage, but he put down like three beers and a shot. And so, you know, so he was, you know, quite a few in. We get to the, we, we land in San Diego. They were trying to order another beer on the, on the flight, which is like a 50 minute flight. Luckily, we did not get served on the flight. We land in San Diego. We immediately go to a bar and again, more drinks. That's where I ate the onion rings and this, I mean, I have to say this, this pretzel, we went to this place called Bubs and they have this massive homemade pretzel. That's like one of those Auntie Annie's pretzels, but like on steroids and they serve it with this homemade honey mustard and beer cheese. And it really was to die for. I mean, that's really what I wanted to go back and eat the second night I was there because it was just simple and it was right next to our hotel. But anyway, so, so we get that. We, and we just continue and and we had plans to go to a baseball game later. And so, you know, we just basically drank and drank and drank and went to the baseball game and then ended up going up to the, I'm trying to remember if I ate anything at the baseball game. I feel like I ate something there, but I can't remember. Anyway, it's mainly just alcohol. And, you know, after the game, we ended up on top of the roof top bar and just again I was like ready to go home so we had like one final drink up there went to bed woke up the next morning and so here's where you know I should have said you know I'm going to go out for a bike ride or I'm going to go out for a walk and because it was it was so we started out we went to uh we the plan was to go to Coronado And the plan was to go to a bunch of breweries and just bar hop all day. And again, I'm along for the ride. Again, I like day drinking, but it's like we're starting so early. So we get on this this ferry over to Coronado and it was really cold and cloudy in the morning. And so the sun wasn't out yet. But by the time we got over there, we end up at this first spot where we had some food. The food was actually gross at this place. I, I got these fried fish tacos that had zero flavor. Um, and I had another, I had a drink to start, 
But, um, you know, I, I didn't really feel like drinking, but I was like, all right, whatever, I'm here, let's do it. And so, and it was, it, by the time like the, the marine layer burned off, it was gorgeous out. And, but we, you know, we didn't really, if I could have done it over again, after that first bar, I would have said, let's just like walk along the pier. Let's go for a walk. Let's, you know, spend some time outside walking along the beach. Let's take an hour to enjoy that we're out of the desert and we're on the ocean and let's just like take it in. You know, and we did walk around a little bit, but it was basically like between bars <laughs> and, and, you know, so, so that's really what we did. Our bar hopped, got back on the ferry went back home and ended up at this other rooftop bar. And, you know, and, and at this point it's like four 30, we'd been drinking all day and I was just, I was just done. Like I, I needed to rest. Like I just wanted to like relax for a little bit, not drink, close my, cause I actually didn't sleep well the night before. And I was like, I've had enough alcohol. And I remember being at this last, like it was like four 30, and we had dinner reservations at 7.30 at this place called Spaghetti Factory, which was disgusting, by the way. Um, and so we, we, I knew we had this reservation at 7.30. It's 4.30. I'm three sheets to the wind. I'm getting cranky because I'm hungry. I've had too much alcohol. I'm probably dehydrated. And I just don't want to be around people at that point. I just want to like go and lay down in my bed for like 30 minutes or an hour or something just to get a break in there. And I, I'm so drunk that I, that I feel like I'm, I'm at our hotel, but we're not. And so I'm like, I have a hotel key. I'm going to leave and go to, to the room. And so I just like jet off for my friends and my boyfriend, like I do when I'm drink, drank too much. And I'm like wandering this hotel and it's not our hotel. And I suddenly realized that luckily, instead of like deciding to like wander the streets of San Diego and try to figure it out, which I have zero sense of direction. I ended up, you know, going back up to the bar to find Chad. And luckily Chad was trying to find me. And so we left together. We went back to, to our hotel and, you know, I'm able, well, I was able to like lay down and get up for dinner. Chad was not, he was like, cause, and again, he had been drinking a lot too and he was just out. So he physically could not get up for dinner I got myself up for dinner and went out with the rest of our friends. And I was just a little bit upset that he couldn't get himself up. And and I get it. Like, normally I can't go all day and go at night. I mean, I didn't drink anything else. Like, I didn't have any alcohol at dinner. I had, like, one sip of wine. But, like, I just didn't even feel like drinking anymore at that point. The food was disgusting. It was, I mean, it's a chain restaurant. Again, I'm not picking some fine dining restaurant. I'm not paying. But, like... It was the most disgusting meal I think I've ever had. Maybe that's an exaggeration, but you know, when you, you know, when you order pasta from an Italian restaurant and it's like, it has zero flavor and it's just literally, it's completely wasted money. That was that night. The bread, I mean, even the bread was gross. I'm, I'm not a sourdough person. They brought, they had a cheesy garlic bread that somehow was not good. Ask me, tell me how you get cheesy garlic bread wrong. I don't know. It's just the, the texture of the bread was terrible. Cheese had, I mean, it just had no flavor. It was gross. And then the sourdough bread, I don't like sourdough. And the pasta was gross. I thought I was ordering some sort of like, like sausage sauce, but there were, they, they literally bring me this whole link of like this massive sausage just like on my plate. I'm like, what am I supposed to do with this? Gross. 
anyway, so, but again, so I went back and, you know, when we get up the next morning and I'm just thinking in my head, I'm like, not happy with the, with the way that we had spent the weekend, just feeling like it was like missed opportunity a little bit, even just to do something like spend more time outside on the ocean, enjoying being, you know, by the ocean instead of in the desert and feeling like just no balance, no working out. There was obviously no healthy food at all. And not that I, I don't need healthy food in a weekend. I, I, I'm fine being, you know, eating restaurant food and eating indulgently over a weekend, but, but it was just too much alcohol. And I just, I woke up just not feeling great. And I don't know whether it was because I had caught COVID. Maybe that was where it started. And, you know, we, we ate breakfast and then, you know, we got out of there and I, I just said to Chad, I'm like, well, I want to talk to you. I'm like, I, I really like, I love our weekends together. You know, I like to drink too, but I, I need our vacations to like have more balance in them. Let's get outside. Let's go for a walk. Let's not just make the sole activity that we're doing on a little vacation, like on a weekend vacation, excuse me, just about drinking and, you know, and I have alcoholism in my family. He has alcoholism, alcoholism in his family. And I said that, like, we both have alcoholism in our family. I don't want either one of us to get to a point where we just have, like, we, one of us has a problem, you know, and, and I've, I've had relationships break up in the past because of alcohol. So I'm really sensitive to it. So I'm, you know, I'm a little bit sensitive to it because of that. So I, and in this relationship, I, you know, Chad's someone I can communicate with. So I just wanted to have that talk with him. So we have this trip planned to visit my family in Maine at the end of the summer and to go to Quebec City. And I'm like, Quebec City is not just going to be about breweries. I'm like, I'm planning activities. So literally on the flight back from Chicago, uh, San Diego, I was just looking up activities we could do. I'm like, yep, we're going zip lining. We're going on this bike tour. We're going, and I just started planning stuff. So, and, and that's, that's it. Like I, I, I know that he'll do what I want to do if I, if I plan stuff. So that's what I'm going to do. So that was my trip to San Diego. I got back. So I flew, we flew back on Sunday and got back at like one in the afternoon. And I immediately had to go set up for this conference that started on Monday so I packed up my stuff. I actually did get a little run in because I was like, I was already feeling like crap from the weekend. And typically I like to like comfort myself and prepare mentally for a Monday, but I like had to start working right away on Sunday. So I just, I, I wanted to like get some exercise in just so I felt better. And so I, I got a quick run in and then went right to set up my conference table, set it up, came back. And then try to get to sleep early because I had to get up at like the crack of dawn to get there at like 8 a.m. And so had the two days of the conference. So I don't know where I caught COVID, whether it was over the weekend or, but anyway, so, so, but my experience that I had that reminded me of this topic that I wanted to bring up. So the topic today is, you know, when you can't do Acti- when when regular activities are you're held back from regular activities in your life because of your level of fitness. So we had one of our friends that was in our group. Um, I would say he's probably in his early fifties. Maybe he's in his late forties, but I would guess like fifty or somewhere around that. You not definitely not. You know he's you know 
pretty young. And, and, you know, he's, he's always been a bigger guy, but you know, maybe I haven't seen him in a while over the pandemic. He's definitely gained a lot of weight. And I, and we had, so when we were walking to get to the Coronado Ferry, there were these like, there was like a, maybe a half a mile walk with these really, um, steep stairs. And so, you know, some of the other people were commenting that this guy would not do well with the stairs and they were concerned about how he was going to like take the stairs. And it wasn't like he couldn't do it. It was that it was going to be tasking for him. And it just brought me back to, because I'm thinking that's not good, right? That's not good that just getting up and down some stairs on a little walk to a ferry when you're 50 years old, like if you can't do that, if you have to think about not being able to take some stairs on a vacation and you're only 50, it's like, start working out, get, get a trainer, start, you know, because you're like your everyday life, just being able to navigate some stairs on a little weekend trip, that should be something that if, unless you have like an, like a, a real serious health condition, right. Or you're disabled in some sort of way, like if, if you're like an able-bodied, you know, person that, and, and it's, it's your, the lack of working out is preventing you from walking up some stairs. That's when I think it's time to look at moving your body more, right? And, and I say this because I get triggered because it reminds me of my dad and how I was immediately brought back to where, you know, in his, you know, and, and he was probably in his early 60s at this point, where he, you know, maybe late 50s, early 60s, and our family friends, like they were trying to plan this trip to Vegas. And I was making these suggestions, like I was living in California at the time, and we were supposed to meet in Vegas. And I was so excited, you know, like trip with my dad, like, and I was trying to plan some things. And like his friends were like, well, Veronica, like your dad can't do that. And well, Veronica, that's going to be too much walking for your dad. And well, Veronica, I don't think, you know, he's going to be able to to walk that distance. And, you know, and, and I, I was just, and again, it's, I think when, when you are in, you know, when you do work out, it's almost hard to put yourself in someone else's shoes that can't walk upstairs. Right. And, and I, I, I pride myself at being very empathetic and, and, and putting myself in other people's shoes. And I just, I just remember feeling like, oh, like dad can't do these things. And how sad that was that he, he was, I'm sorry, I'm getting emotional, that he was being held back in his life from like spending time and doing meaningful things with us because of his level of fitness and his lack of being able to just walk, you know, and, and take stairs. And, you know, he had had three massive heart attacks throughout his life. And each time, like he would, you know, join a gym for like a week or two and, you know, would just try to start doing something and like, and, but he never was stuck with it, you know? And, and so I just think about like how, like, like even some of our friends in our regular group today, not, not the one that was in San Diego. I'm sorry. I'm just like, for some reason, very emotional. I think it's COVID. But when I think about like some of our even friends that just hang out with us every day and I look at 
the fact that they don't work out and what they eat and how they live. And I'm like, you know, in another decade, they're not going to be able to do a lot of stuff with us and they're not going to be able to hang out with us and they're going to probably get diabetes and not be able to drink and all of these things that we do together that we're like, we do to have fun now, they're not going to be able to do that. And, you know, they're going to probably get, have a heart attack and, or get diabetes and have like a foot amputated. I mean, like this is stuff that's happened to my family. So when I think about it in my own friend group, it makes me sad because I know that that could be their future. And so I just, I want people that are in like younger, you know, 40s, 50s, 60s, like it's never too late to like start working out to like do something. And I'm not saying you have to be like a fucking get a, have a six pack. I'm just saying walk, like walk 30 minutes a day. You know, everybody can do that, right? Everybody can get outside of their house and do something like that. And it just allows you to live a longer, healthier life where you can actually do things. And so, so this, you know, I was reminded of this when I was listening to uh, the Wake Up With Taylor show. I'm sorry, it's not Wake Up With Taylor, it's the Taylor Strucker show. And, um, and you know, this is a very humorous show. Here I am all emotional. Um, you know, but Taylor, I, I listen to this show because she makes me laugh. And, um, and because she's always like dieting and I love, and she's obsessed with food like I am. And so I just, I'm so entertained by her. I'm like such a fan and so, you know, she always talks about, you know, wanting to lose weight and wanting to get healthy and wanting to go on a diet. And I think because she was kind of almost like forced to, well, she felt like she was forced to early in her life because of her relationship and like these skinny bitches she was surrounded with that that were very superficial. And I think she, she associates moving her body and with like being forced to be thin or being judged. And so, you know, it's, so anyway, she described this, 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 this day that she had to go out and she, she had to like, she had to be at this dear media studio to like tape, tape something. And she's, but she first had to drop something off at, she thought she had to drop it off at FedEx. It ended up being the post office. So she'd given herself an hour to like, for this, what she thought would just be this 20 minute task, but she went to the wrong place. So then she had to like rush to this other place, the post office. And she's like, it was just a 10 minute walk. She's like, but it's so hot out. And she's like, and I was she's like and the way that she described it she's like the chub rub was out of control she's like I was so miserable she's like I couldn't walk that fast she's like I was trying to like like power walk like a like just to get there and make sure I had time and she's like I was and she really had she really struggled with that 10 minute walk and 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 just described how how much difficulty she had doing that and so, you know, this, this whole anti-diet culture, you know, there's this, this anti-diet culture movement that talks about how, you know, the health side of this, 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 this wellness movement or whatever is bullshit. But, you know, I talk about it because of what I just mentioned about, you know, my family and, um, 
you know, and, and also what I've learned from trainers throughout my life, right? Like I've obviously worked, used to work in the fitness field. And I remember this trainer talking about how, you know, not just for, you know, for, for maintaining weight, right? Like strength training is so that like your bones weigh a lot, right? And if you don't, if you don't have enough muscle to support your, the weight of your bones, that's where pinched nerves come from, right? So people that, get older and they have these hunched over backs and they start to get be in pain constantly a lot of it's because they their must they don't have enough muscle tone to support the weight of their bones and so that's where a lot of times some of this chronic pain comes from it's just not having good muscle tone and so you know just by doing some push-ups every morning right like that that is a full body workout that you can do in 10 minutes. And and that's what I do when I have no time. I just do a couple sets of push-ups and I'm done for the day. And so my whole thing with this topic is control your controllables, right? Like there's so much that is out of control in our world. Like some of the healthiest people in the world get cancer. Some of the healthiest people in the world you know, get a die of a heart attack, some, you know, get brain aneurysms. I mean, there's some things that you can't control, but you can control walking three times a week or, you know, um, you know, getting some balance in your, your, how you eat, right? Like, you know, having some healthy start to the day, even if you eat indulgently later in the day. Um, you know, all of those things like that glucose goddess I talked about last time, you know, preventing the, just the way, the pattern in which you eat your foods, right? She, this glucose goddess woman like does these posts where, okay, if you're eating, um, you know, chicken, rice, avocado, you know, just as long if you're eating the avocado first, or I'm sorry, if you're eating the mango first, you get a blood spike. So it's just, it's about eating the chicken first instead of eating the fruit first. So you don't get that blood spike. So just little tricks, right? There's all these little hacks in life that can, just by doing little things can change your, the course of your life and your health. So that's what I'm big about. Uh, and, you know, so Taylor was talking about, how, you know, she used to love summer. She's like, I love summer clothes. I used to, you know, feel my cutest. She's like, I'm not sure if it's, you know, because I've gained weight or global warming, but now I'm miserable in the summer. She's like, you know, I, I, I love being tan, but, you know, but then there's the, the scare of skin cancer that Darren brought up. Um, you know, Darren talked about how she doesn't even like to go out in the sun, the sun anymore because of freckles and, she's scared of getting, um, you know, skin cancer. I hide from the sun these days because I don't want to get skin cancer. I've had a skin cancer scare. It also ages you. Um, but you know, that was, that was kind of the, the episode that Taylor just kind of briefly mentioned it, how she's like really uncomfortable in the summer, you know, and, and how, you know, that, that walk to the post office. But then there was another episode later in the week where she was talking with Joey. And Joey is a guy that she has on and he's like a, he's, you know, PR professional. He's a gay guy. Um, and it's, it's funny to hear their dynamic because like, he's like bitchy with her and she's bitchy with him a little bit. Um, but they, you know, they give each other a lot of shit. But, um, but it's, it's funny. And Joey, even though like he, to look at him, I mean, he, he's very, 
he looks like he's in great shape, but he's also one of those uh, people that's like, you know, he know he he knows where he likes his body to be. I think he likes to have a six pack. And so anytime he puts on like five pounds that puts on a little bloat in his stomach, he's like, uh, you know, he's very conscious of his of his appearance. And and he's someone that does like to maintain a lower weight, but also likes to eat like I do. Um, and, and again, that's why I like their dynamic is because Joey's constantly worried about his weight, but also eating everything in sight because he's like a food, he writes about food. He gets sent on these extravagant trips and gets to eat everything. And I think it's all paid for. And, and then he gets to write about it. So, so he has this exciting life. And so they kind of started out on this show talking about like Joey, they started talking about like different phases in their lives and, you know, like the hippie phase and like the, the grunge phase or whatever. But Joey kind of made it about his looks and how, you know, how he like went through different phases in his life, feeling like a loser, being made fun of and, and, you know, not really feeling attractive. And Taylor was like, yeah, we're both in our dumpling phase. And Joey's like, well, fry me up and dip me in ponzu sauce. And Taylor's like, mmm, yum. Why'd you have to mention ponzu sauce? Now I'm craving dumplings again. It's funny. She's, she's like me. She, as soon as you mention something delicious, she starts craving it. I'm the same way. Um, so Joey starts talking about his skinny jean phase. And he's like, Taylor, Taylor's like, well, I'm in, Joey's talking about how his phase now is like skinny jeans, the tighter, the better. And Taylor's like, I'm in my nightgown phase. She's like, I wear a nightgown as a dress and I push a cart. I'm in my cart phase. And, and Joey's like, okay, well, you're like a fried dumpling and I'm like the steamed dumpling, which was, to I couldn't believe he said that to her. That was totally rude. Um, and Taylor's like, that's so cruel and so accurate. And, you know, she's laughing through this, but, you know, you could tell it kind of hurt her feelings a little bit. <coughs> Excuse me. And, and Joey's like, well, I need to slip into my skinny jeans like a steamed dumpling. And you're like, I'm a fried dumpling, bitch. Give me my nightgown and slather me in sour cream. And, and, and then Joey starts talking about how there's different types of dumplings, like this Czech dumpling that comes like rolled in bread and gravy. And he's like, Oh my God, that's amazing. But Taylor's like, that's gross. That sounds too heavy. Don't compare me to that. And Joey's like, well, I feel attacked. And Taylor's like, um, you just called me a fried dumpling. How are you, are you feeling attacked? And I totally understand what she's saying. Cause I don't think he meant to be rude. I think he was like just trying to make a funny analogy, but ended up insulting her. But, um, I, I mean, I think Taylor knows that he's not, he's not meaning to attack her, but just, you know, just they're having fun they're bantering but taylor's just like Ugh. she's like i can't wait till i can be described like i'm a green juice and joey's like well i want to be like thin like vapor just like so thin I'm, i like disappear i mean not that's not that that's like the healthy way to think either but um but taylor's just like look it's it's for me it's gotten past vanity she's like i need to work out for my health she's like i i made this promise to myself in the middle of the night she's like by my 40s i need to get my shit together She's like, you know, starting in August, she's like, I need to just do something. I need to drop these LBs. I need to do something. Now, if, and Taylor does not like when people make suggestions to her. I, if, if I, if I could, I would say, don't even try to change the way you're eating. Just work out 30 minutes a couple days a week. 
I, I honestly think if she could get into just a regular working out, doing it 30 minutes and get into a habit of doing it, I think that that would inspire her to want to work out or to eat a little bit better. The other thing that I think she should do, it say she didn't even want to do that. Say she just wanted to start with food. I would say get a meal delivery service. Get either a meal delivery service that's already cooked that you can just eat. You know you're eating really healthy or so that you don't because what happens with Taylor is she like makes this, she has to go grocery shopping for all the healthy food. Then she spends hours and hours cooking and then eats the same thing for days and gets sick of it. So then she's craving different delicious food by the weekend and then she goes off track. If she had a meal delivery service where she gets to pick delicious, healthy food and can change it up every day, I guarantee she would be able to stay on track. She wouldn't have to go grocery shopping. It would all be delivered. Anyway, one of those two things I think would work for her, but she would not take the suggestion if it was suggested to her. She just, she, she like, she's the type of person where if you suggest something to her, she'll go in the opposite direction. So it's got to come from her inward. It's got to come from her. Who knows, you know, when she'll get that motivation or what will actually inspire her to do that. Everybody does. I mean, from my experience in the weight loss industry, everybody does reach a point where they're ready to do something. But you have to reach that point and be ready for it yourself. And Joey actually says, like, he starts singing, like, I'm getting sick and tired of your broken promises, promises, because Taylor does talk about it a lot, right? She And I'm sure I'm not the only listener that's like, girl, like, stop saying you're going to do something and not doing it. I mean, for me, that's that's something that is my biggest pet peeve about people when people say they're going to do something and then they don't do it. And that just, again, that comes from my childhood where my dad used to say he'd pick us up on the weekends and then not show up. So I'm, I'm big on, if you say you're going to do it, fucking do it. But you know, I, I think it's, it's, you know, when, when it comes to like people losing weight, getting motivated, I, I just think Taylor tries to be all or nothing. And that's what's preventing her from, from actually succeeding. I think she just needs to start with something small, like a food delivery service. Anyway, um, so Taylor's kind of laughing through, like, I'm getting sick of your promises, promises. She's, like, laughing, but, you know, she's she's upset, but she's laughing through it. And, um, and then Joey's like, no, if you can believe it, you can achieve it. And she's like, I got to do something. And he's just like, he's like, I don't want you to be a dumpling anymore. I want you to be, I don't want you to even be the pork in the middle. I want you to be the tiny little chive, like chive vibes. And I'm like, Joey. Uh, but, you know, and then Taylor's like, I need to do something drastic. And then she's like, no, no, not drastic. I take that back. I need to just do something. And and she's she's smart in saying not to do something drastic because drastic doesn't work, right? Like she had done that all like animal protein diet, the Medifast diet, um, right before her wedding. And she did lose weight, but again, she didn't keep it off. She's got to find something that is sustainable that she can do consistently. And so, and she knows that about herself. That's why she's always tried Weight Watchers. But again, I think her cooking herself and only following these like few recipes that she knows, that's a recipe for disaster. That's why, again, food delivery service, if I could pick something for Taylor, I would say, Either food that's already cooked or like a HelloFresh. HelloFresh is like, as soon as I get back to a better financial position, I'm going to be doing either Purple Carrot or HelloFresh again because it's so easy. It's like, and you feel like a gourmet chef. It's all there for you. It's so easy. And a lot of the recipes are like, you throw like 
the starch or the protein and the vegetables on one sheet pan. So it's so easy and, and you never get bored. So Joey then starts talking about how he kind of relates to her, where she's feeling like not great. Cause he's talking about his uh, recent trip that he went on. It looks like he went to Seattle. And so he was talking about how, um, he's like, you know, sometimes you go away on a trip and sometimes you, sometimes you gain weight and sometimes you don't. He goes, but I went on a trip to Seattle. He's like, and I gained seven pounds. He's like, but, it, but he's like, I, I get why I gained that weight. He's like, I was eating everything. He's like, oh, there's a donut shop down the road. Oh, let me go get some donuts. Oh, I'm going to a coffee shop. Oh, let me get the real syrups and the real sugars and the artisanal oat milk. And he's like, and then Seattle has this great wine country that nobody knows about with all these distinct flavors. So then I'm drinking wine and then eating a lot of snacks. But then when you're eating a lot of snacks, you don't get a full meal. So then you eat the full meal and then you go eat a weed gummy. And then you're sitting down with a bag of chips in front of the fire at the end of the night, continuing to eat. <laughs> and, you know, that's why he gained seven pounds. And so Taylor's like kind of making fun of him. She's like, oh, yeah. I think of the end of the day sitting in front of a nice fire, eating a bag of chips. She's like, for me, it'd be like more like a nice glass of wine. But um, she's like, well, what kind of chips were they? <laughs> Taylor likes the food details like I do. And he's like, they were s'more chips. Just kidding. They're knockoff ruffle chips. And so, so Taylor's like, I, she's like, I get that. She's like, when, and, and I, again, relate to this. Again, this is why I love Taylor and Joey. But, um, you know, I, when I'm traveling, I tend to, even when it's for work or for vacation, I do tend to indulge myself. And I think it's because I'm a homebody and I like being in the comfort of my own home. So when I'm out of my home, I like to comfort myself with food. And Taylor was trying to figure out like why she feels that way, like why she feels like she can't eat healthy when she's going away um, because she's she's planning a trip to the Hamptons. And she's like, and we're going to be working there. She's like, she's like, I need to, she, she's like, I don't, she's like, but because we just got back from a vacation and because we're going, it feels like we're going away on another vacation in another week. She's like, Taylor and I have just stayed in vacation mode. She's like, so, you know, I'll be drink. She's like, we're drinking, continuing to drink wine every night. And, and Taylor's like, oh, I'm going down the street to grab an ice cream. You want me to grab you one? And she's like, nah, but sure. And so she's, she's like, I'm just stuck in this vacation mode because I haven't gotten used to the idea that like when we're going away, like that's still work mode. Like I'm, I can still work remotely, but I get in this vacation mode where I'm indulging myself. And she's like, it's all this like mental block of like how I'm eating. And she, and she's like, and when, and it's, it's, it's Tate, her wife's family that's getting this Hamptons home. And she's talking about how her, her sister-in-law and brother-in-law, like they don't do Sunday dinner. They'll get bagels and they'll eat like, you know, a big meals all day and kind of graze, but they don't plan for like a big Sunday dinner. And she's like, that's where I start to panic. She's like, I need a Sunday dinner because Sunday is like my last hurrah before I start on my healthy track on Monday. And that is where she gets into this like binging, uh, starving mode. And, and that is, that's what Diet Starts Tomorrow talks about all the time is that's where you get into trouble because you feel like you have to like eat all of it because you're not going to be able to have it soon. And really the intuitive way is to know that like, no, you can have that during the week. And it's not going to be taken away from you. That's why you don't have to eat five pounds of it now. 
So I, I see both sides of it because I do a little of that too. I tend to indulge a little bit more on the weekends and try to eat healthier during the week. But I, I get into that mentality like Taylor, like I got to get it all in now. So I, I vacillate back and forth between both modes. But and I, and I understand why she struggles with that. Um, and, and, and I, that's why I think overall the 80, 20 rule every single day where you get to eat something delicious every single day. And it's not like, oh, Monday starts and I can't have that delicious thing again. Right. I think that that's why that rule works best for me where I know it's okay, Veronica, you don't have to eat the entire carton of ice cream on Sunday. You can have some on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday, just not an entire carton. But there is part of me that I don't know, because when I start eating something, I like the, like the sensation of eating it. I do want to eat a lot of it. And so sometimes when I feel like I can't eat a lot of something, it depresses me a little bit. That's, that's again, that's something mental I need to work through. But, um, but I think it's, it is, Taylor has some of these similar thought processes, but again, that's why I think working out helps to mitigate all of these times when you overindulge, right? If you're working out, your body's burning more calories and it helps you at least stay where you're at. So that even if Taylor stays where she's at right now and just works out and eats whatever the hell she wants to, I guarantee she'd be a lot happier in life. But that takes working out regularly because when you're working out and you're stronger, you do feel better. So, um, so anyway, so so she's basically describing how she's worried that she's trying to get herself into that mental path where she doesn't panic and she's not going to be like sneaking down to the kitchen to eat bagels at 12 in the morning. Um, but she can like see herself doing that. And, um, and, and Joey's like, I relate, you know, I, I totally feel like eating the world when I'm dieting. So anyway, later in the show, they, they talk about, so Joey used to be in PR and he used to represent Honey Boo Boo and Honey Boo Boo just came out wanting um, like the weight loss surgery. And I don't know exactly which one. I think she's getting like the gastric sleeve, which I think is supposed to be the most successful. But, she, you know, Joey was just like, you know, she's 17. That's very young. He's like, I'm not going to judge it because if it's if it's for a health issue, she's like, he's like, I, you know, you don't you don't know if there's some sort of underlying health issue where she needs to do it. But, you know, she, he's like, I don't, I don't know she, that she realizes that it's a serious lifestyle change. There's like, you know, vitamins that you need to take and serious adjustments you need to take. I do think, and that's actually a great point. Like, I do think that before that surgery, they do make you lose a certain amount of weight just to show you that, hey, like this isn't going to solve all your problems. You do need to cut your portions. You do need to have these healthy habits because if you don't, you're going to be throwing up all the time and you're going to be miserable. So, um, so Taylor's just like, I'm jealous of honey boo boo. I want to get that weight loss surgery. And, and Joey's like, Taylor, he's like, you could never reach the BMI that she, you know, he's like, she's like starting at 275 pounds and wants to be 150. And Taylor's like, okay, I, I get it. She's like, but you know, she's like, I had, she's like, one thing I have to say is that she's like, I had a friend, she's like, I'm not going to name names. She goes, but I saw him recently and he had like all these like surgery wraps around him. And she's like, what's that? And what happened? And he's like, oh, I had some lipo. And she's like, oh, she's so jealous. She's like, I want lipo. And, but she's like, but she's like, I've heard if you get lipo, that fat returns in places where you don't want it. 
And so Joey's like, okay, I'm going to like pitch this as a story and do research and see if it's actually a thing. So hopefully that can be a future episode on, you know, if you get lipo, does fat return in weird places? I would imagine that it could, like if you don't change your habits and then you start eating like you're you're same, I would imagine that A, the fat can return and look weird in those places, but I don't know. I, I am curious to hear what the answer to Joey's research is. If any of you have ever gotten lipo or weight loss surgery um, or you've, you know, relate to any of these topics in any way, I would love you to share your story with me. Let me know if you want to share, if you want me to share it on this podcast, but just DM me. I'm at um, the Diet Obsessed podcast on Instagram. Please follow me. Uh, also, uh, please leave a review for this episode. Uh, so wherever you listen to podcasts, if you just scroll down to the bottom and leave some stars, write a comment, let me know what you think of the show. Would love to hear from you. Uh, anyway, so that's the end of this episode. And next week, I think I'm going to be doing another review. I want to do another Jenny Hut Weight Wednesday show. There's another Diet Starts Tomorrow that looks really interesting. So lots of great uh, content to come. Hopefully I'll get to start working out again. Uh, I'm starting to feel better from COVID. I just, I'm a little bit weak. I just did some planks yesterday just to see if I could keep some sort of strength. Because usually when I get sick and I try to work out again, I'm like completely out of it. So I am looking back to getting to full health and working out and, you know, I have eaten healthy the last couple of days because I just felt like ugh, having eaten so processed and gross stuff over, you know, San Diego, I was like, let me just get back to eating some, some healthy protein shakes and some chicken and some rice and some, you know, so I'm feeling a little bit better with that too. So anyway, hope all of you have, until we meet again, I hope all of you have a very balanced week. <laughs>